for tuning in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel, along with streaming on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Please be sure to search for America Out Loud. In addition to that, we're available on AmericaOutloud.news, which has thousands of podcasts and articles updated daily. You can also check out America Out Loud. Dot shop. Tons of great books and other great products for you guys to check out at AmericaOutloud.shop. We've got a loaded show for you guys tonight. Definitely a lot of news when it comes to uh, Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, David Weiss, and the special counsel that Merrick Garland has appointed. I mean, we should all be happy, right? I mean, Hunter Biden has his special counsel uh, David Weiss is looking into this, and uh, we're all hoping that he's going to get to the bottom of it. But the bad news is that we've got a, some reservations when it comes to Mr. David Weiss, who is partly responsible for that sweetheart plea deal Hunter Biden got. Another reason is this is a guy that was begging for this job to be the special counsel, and Merrick Garland, of all people, is the one who gave it to him. So uh, this kind of leads me to believe this special counsel, as I put it in quotation marks, will be more of a cover-up than it will be an actual special counsel investigation like the very partisan uh, Jack Smith is doing on the left side of the aisle. Uh, if this were not a cover-up, he should get to the uh, fact very quickly that Hunter Biden, his laptop, uh, is corrupt and he's been doing these business dealings with Ukraine and China uh, to peddle his dad's influence. I mean, you don't have to be that great of an investigator to be able to figure that one out and put the pieces together. I mean, most of us have had that put together since before the last election. And it's just now that the media is being forced to talk about it a little bit. So, uh, Rob, what are your thoughts on Special Prosecutor David Weiss? Well, I want to thank everyone for tuning in tonight for another episode of After Dark with Robert Andrew. And what surprises me about all this is how this was kind of like well-received by both sides of the aisle. Of course, the left is going to receive this news. They're like, oh, this is great. This is fantastic. This is what Republicans want. You have your special counsel, you have David Weiss, and by the way, he's a Trump appointee. They always like to tag that on, that he's a Trump appointee. They don't mention the fact that Trump didn't know this guy, that he was his name was presented to Trump by a lot of Democrats because he was a Republican, had an R behind his name, but they also knew that the guy was compromised. They also knew that he was Republican in name only. They also knew that he would do their bidding because he's coming out of Delaware. And you had Democrats to vote on him so that it would make certain that his name would get pushed through and he would sit on the high courts. But we're now finding out that David Weiss is anything but wise. If anything, he's a stooge. This guy sat on, well, let's just take a step back. He's been investigating Hunter Biden for practically five years or more. Hunter Biden and this whole tax scheme and him not paying taxes. And what you should know is that there were two years that he didn't pay taxes on a million dollars of income, earned income, 2014 and 2015. Well, David Weiss was dragging his butt on trying to present this case that the statute of limitation expired, and now they can't charge him on those unpaid taxes. 
This is the same David Weiss who we had IRS agents go before Congress, Shapley and Ziegler, to say that when they were trying to investigate Hunter Biden and him not paying taxes, they were told by David Weiss's assistant, don't you dare look into Biden's, Hunter Biden's family or Joe Biden's family. Don't you dare question anyone there, because if you do, all hell will break loose. Now, I'm paraphrasing what she said. This same assistant also gave the Bidens, Joe, Hunter Biden's attorney a heads up that the FBI were going to potentially search their compound, their homes, their private vacation home. Now, I don't know if it ever took place, but they gave them a heads up. So in essence, they were saying, hey, if you have anything there, you may want to hide it, which is the same thing that happened when they found out that Joe Biden had classified documents. They contacted his attorney and said, hey, we learned that you have classified documents. You've had these documents since you were a senator. We need to come and look at this, giving them time to go and take out what they want to take out and hide other things. This is Merrick Garland's Department of Justice. So on the, the, toward the end of last week, that Friday, they had a dump of stuff, which is what people always do in the political world. They'll dump anything that they want out there on a Friday because they know there's a weekend and people will forget about it. But on After Dark with Robin Andrew, we're not going to forget about it because we're taking healthy cell, which helps us with our cognitive ability. And I would encourage all of you to take it. Go to AmericaOutloud.shop and use the code OUTLOUD to get a discount. You should take it so that you will be remembered or you'll remember some of the things that we're telling you now. Certainly, there are a lot of people in this White House that should take it, mainly Joe Biden, who's 80 years old and who's struggling cognitively. But back to the story. So they're giving all these people in Biden's camp heads up as to what's happening. You're going to be investigated. So once these whistleblowers, IRS whistleblowers, came and testified before Congress, and of course, the mainstream media decided not to report on it because they didn't want you to know the truth. And a lot of people right now, Andrew, they are completely oblivious as to what's going on, as to the pay-to-play scheme, as to the fact that Hunter Biden, a white man with a D behind his name, Democrat, and with the name Biden, has been exercising white privilege. He had a gun. He's a convicted felon. He's dabbled in cocaine and other drugs. He enjoys prostitutes. In his emails, he referred to some of his associates as the N-word, but he gets off on all this. Yeah, he's the stereotypical scumbag, criminal, piece of trash, junkie, thief, stealing from the American people. And yet the media wants to continue to make excuses for him. If anyone belongs in prison, it's Hunter Biden, not President Trump. I mean, this is just ridiculous that President Trump's facing over 100 indictments and this loser, junkie, thief, son of Joe Biden, he's just off in the clear. I mean, he's the special counsel. Like we said, we think it's going to be a joke. David Weiss is the guy who negotiated the sweetheart plea deal that the federal judge laughed at and said, this is a joke that you tried to negotiate this off. Um, I do not have faith in this special counsel. I don't have faith in him either, because if he couldn't get it done within five years, why did he need more time? And according to Merrick Garland, David Weiss came to him and kept petitioning him, make me a special counsel, make me a special counsel. Wait wait a minute. (laughs) You don't petition the Department of Justice to make you a special counsel. And when you do get a special counsel, you get someone outside of the political world. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a good sign. Doesn't sound like a good sign at all. No, of course, 
when they got the special counsel to investigate the Russia collusion, which was a complete hoax made up by Hillary Clinton, they got David uh, Bob Mueller, and we know that Bob Mueller was compromised. They should not have picked Bob Mueller. And when they got him, everyone was singing his praises. Oh, he's fair. Oh, and by the way, he's a Republican. Come on. Again, people, when people when they say that he's a Republican, you know more than likely it's a rhino, especially if Democrats say it, because they know the fix is in. So David Weiss asking to be a special, wanted, wanted the, the elevation of a special counsel, we know that it's a ruse. We know that nothing is going to get done. Absolutely nothing. And why should anything get done? They're not planning on moving the ball any further. This is a way for them to continue to bury this story. This is a way for David Wise to hide everything that he has done. Because as you mentioned, Andrew, this special sweetheart deal was approved by David Wise. And then once it went before the judge, the judge looked at this and said, wait a minute, are you sure? This is a joke. Mary Ellen Noreka. Now notice the Democrats have been really quiet as far as attacking her because they don't know which way she's going to go. And I'm sure Barack Obama who was the puppeteer of, of Joe Biden, probably said, be quiet, let's just wait and see how she's going to rule. But now this puts everything in an influx. Because just imagine, had she ruled on this deal and said, okay, I'm going to accept this plea deal, Hunter Biden would have been, although it doesn't make any sense, would have been immune for current, past, and future prosecution. Who gets that kind of deal? That's not how our legal system works. But thankfully, she was keen on this and she read the fine print as Alan Dershowitz had predicted that she should do. And she said, are you sure about this? And then it started to fall apart. This was approved by David Weiss, the now special counsel, who's going to continue to hide all this. Now, let me take a step back, as I was saying, when I was describing Hunter Biden. Imagine Hunter Biden being a black man. Do you actually think he would have gotten the sweetheart deal? I don't care if he was a Democrat because he was a black man and not being a Biden do you actually think Wesley Snipes didn't get this sweetheart deal? And there are so many other rappers that didn't get a sweetheart deal like this. I would say to Black people, do not vote for Joe Biden. I will also say we must demand that they lock Hunter Biden up. Even if it's for two days, Hunter Biden must see the inside of a jail cell for the crimes he has committed. He must see the inside of a jail cell. And if he doesn't, this shows you that they don't care anything about your vote or about you, the person. They just want your vote. Right. I want Hunter Biden to go to prison, perhaps more than anybody. But the thing that um, I'm skeptical or I should say uh, worried about is if Hunter Biden ends up getting some jail time while his dad, Joe Biden, is still president. I almost wonder if it would be better to uh, slow walk this a little bit. So when he gets charged, we'll have our new Republican, uh, hopefully President Trump, back into office. And there won't be any pardon for the scumbag criminal, because I would hate to see him only get a short period of time. This guy deserves to do years and years behind bars. Well, see, the thing about it is that if they slow walk it, see, they and as in a way... Well, he has to be indicted first, because if he's not indicted, all the charges that they're looking at, there's a statute of limitation. And see, this is what I think they're planning on doing. They want the statute of limitation to run out on all of these charges so that they can say, oops, nothing else we can do. The statute of limitation has run out, which is what happened with the taxes not being paid in 2014 and 2015. But let's say they were to move forward. Again, he has to be indicted. That's the key thing. 
because once he's indicted, it stops the clock. Everything freezes. Now, with the special counsel, the way they've frozen things is that when the Congress, the Republican Congress, they're investigating this, if they were to call David Weiss up now to testify, as they had planned, and if you recall, the, uh, the Department of Justice under corrupt Merrick Garland, Meritless Garland, said, okay, we'll let him testify. Look at the timeline here. This is what they're hoping you don't remember. That is the reason why I'm telling you get some healthy sale, so it will help your cognitive ability. They had agreed that David Weiss would testify. Initially, David Weiss said, I can't. But after the IRS whistleblowers came forth and said, this is what we saw, and, and he told us that he had no jurisdiction over some of this stuff because he wanted to bring charges in California and other states, but they put the kibosh on it. So David Weiss had agreed, in theory, to testify but to go before Congress. But now he's been elevated to be the special counsel. And according to Meritless Garland, he was asking for it. Should Congress calls him up now to testify, what do you think he will say? I can't comment on that because it's under investigation. Did Hunter Biden do this? I can't comment because we're not allowed to comment on an open investigation. Do you actually think that they're investigating Hunter Biden the same way do you think that Joe Biden is being investigated by having classified documents? Absolutely not. This is a ruse. They want you to think this. And that is a reason why on After Dark with Robin Andrew, we're going to keep reminding you, no, look at what's happening. Look at the timeline. Look at what they're trying to do. They're trying to obfuscate. They want you to think that the justice system is working. And now the media is telling you, oh, it's working. Now the Republicans wanted their special counsel. They got it. And there they're not happy. And the special counsel is a Republican. Right, he is a Republican, but he was supposed to have been selected from outside the political spectrum. David Weiss was already involved in this case. He couldn't bring it to an end. So why would we now go back and say, we're going to make your special counsel? You see that? These are the facts. And if you don't understand the facts, if you don't understand the law, you will think that, oh, well, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. So now you will have a lot of Americans thinking and assuming, well, they have a special counsel. But we don't have a special counsel. And I was surprised, Andrew, that you have political analysts, legal analysts like Andrew McCarthy and Jonathan Turley to just come right out and say, no, this is going to go to nowhere land. They're not going to do anything. This is a sham. These are legal eagles. They were federal prosecutors. They're coming out and they're saying it, but they're getting little play because people want to play it down. Whenever they bring this up and say, well, we have David Weiss. The media should be saying, but David Weiss was already involved in this. He cannot be fair. He can't be objective. This is a cover-up. This is a cover-up before our very eyes. We see a cover-up by our government. Merrick Garland has weaponized the Department of Justice, and we should be calling it out. People should be out in the streets. Black people should be out in the streets. And I will say again, do not vote for Joe Biden. You must demand that Hunter Biden sees the inside of a jail cell. Now, going back to a point that you're making, because we're up on a commercial break, what you had mentioned, you said that maybe we should slow walk this so that Biden gets kicked out of office. The next president, hopefully it's Trump, will say, we're going to move forward with this. We still have to look at the timeline. And if, let's say, let's hope, let's pray, Trump best is Biden on the 2024 election, you know what Biden will do before he leaves office? He will pardon Hunter Biden. Even if no charges have been brought, even if they're still investigating, he will pardon this miscreant. 
he will say, oh, I'm going to pardon him. But whatever he's done or whatever he might have done, he will be pardoned, Andrew. This is their gameplay. They have thought this out. And it's a no-win situation unless someone within that camp stands up and say, this is all a charade. They're protecting Hunter Biden. And I believe that's the reason why Biden has Hunter so close, because he's afraid that Hunter might fall off the wagon. He'll be under a lot of pressure. He will start doing drugs again, and then he will start speaking to prostitutes whom he likes to confide in, Andrew. Yeah, perhaps that strengthens the argument to um, basically impeach and remove Joe Biden from office. I mean, if his son Hunter ends up getting facing criminal charges and then they can get to the bottom of this uh, investigation with Devin Archer and the other business associates, uh, wonder if that will change things up in this Hunter Biden investigation. You guys are tuned in to After Dark with Rob and Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. If you guys are looking to check out a great product, check out Healthy Cell. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, Focus deeper and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. And you can go to HealthyCell.com, check out the great products, and save money with the promo code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com and use the promo code OUTLOUD to save money. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Ian. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with CoFix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? CoFix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. CoFix RX is already famous for a powerful virus hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. We're back here on After Dark with Rob and Andrew. We've just been discussing the latest with Hunter Biden and the special counsel with David Weiss. And uh, we left off talking about 
uh, if Joe could pardon Hunter Biden and Rob mentioned that he could pardon him uh, before he's even charged for these crimes before he leaves office, uh, which then I brought up, perhaps this is uh, more reason to try and impeach and remove Joe Biden from office. Obviously, the odds are that Kamala Harris would probably pardon Hunter Biden as well. But uh, at least you've got a better chance because it's not her own son. So uh, for political points, maybe she wouldn't pardon him. If she wanted to be president again, uh, maybe she would think that she would be better off making this little scumbag criminal uh, sit in jail. But nonetheless, uh, that's where we're at. And we need strong candidates that are talking about holding these corrupt politicians accountable. That's why I almost always prefer an outsider to a politician like President Trump. That's one of the main reasons I support him over Ron DeSantis is that I don't trust these politicians that have been in the D.C. swamp for 10 plus years. I mean, I know Ron DeSantis has a good track record, but he's still a politician. I'd rather go with President Trump, who has a proven track record of being a fantastic president. But Vivek Ramswamy at the Iowa State Fair this past weekend, according to the New York Post, came out and said that he is open to the pardon of Hunter Biden uh, to move the country forward. He said that he thinks this is something that you should take into consideration. Man, Vivek, I'm sorry, bud. I was uh, saying good things about you for this past couple of months, but this is kind of flipped the switch for me on Vivek. To even say that you would consider pardoning Hunter Biden? No, this is not what the American people want. After what they've done to President Trump for seven years in a row, you're going to pardon an actual scumbag, criminal, treasonous, uh, junkie like Hunter Biden? No, that doesn't work for me. Rob, what are your thoughts on that? It's about the rule of law. Hunter Biden can't be pardoned. And for Vivek to even suggest it, that he would consider it, he would think about it to move the country forward, I guess he's trying to go back to during the Nixon years and how Ford said, we're going to pardon him so that we could move forward. Different ball game, bro. I'm sorry. And now <laughs> you're, uh, you have fallen down completely with me. I mean, I was never going to vote for you, but I thought, well, well maybe you could put him in Trump's uh, administration. Can't do it now because uh-uh, I think that there would be a lot of issues. You can't pardon someone who has been on the lane, living on the lane, doing things that we wouldn't be able to do. Now, if he were to say, I would pardon Joe Biden, I would have an issue with that. I would say, okay, fine. But Hunter, this has nothing to do with him and politics. This has to do with him obeying the law, following the law, and facing retribution, just like every person out there, just like every black man out there. And I'm going to keep bringing this up, and I wish Republicans would bring it up and say, look, if this was your son, this was your daughter, do you think they would just be walking around in the White House having fun or walking around at home? No, they would have already thrown them in jail. Uh-uh. Hunter Biden needs to spend some time in jail. Tough love. He needs tough love. And to think or even to suggest that he should be pardoned, what, based upon what? Why would you want to pardon this guy? I mean, what, what is Vivek thinking that we'll, we'll, we'll pardon him? Uh-uh, absolutely not. This guy needs to go to jail. He needs to spend the inside or see the inside of a jail cell for what he has done, for what he is putting the country through. Daryl DeSouza, I mentioned this guy the other day. 
Taxes that were owed $67,587.72 to the cents. The plea agreement, 10 months in prison. He plead, plead guilty to three counts of willful failure to file an individual tax return. Hunter Biden taxes not paid. Two million. Plea agreement, probation, plea, pleaded guilty to two counts of willful failure to pay taxes. One was a black man, one was a white man. And you mean to tell me we're going to just let him just walk because we want to move beyond this? No, it's not. No, it's about the rule of law. It's about him standing up and being held accountable for what he has done. He has never been held accountable. When you look at this miscreant's history, it's been one failure after the next. We spoke about this on a show last week. Yes, he was successful in going to college. He went to Yale. I think he went to Harvard. I'm assuming he made good grades. But then, too, when you go to Yale, it's a pass or fail, even if you made good grades. And if you have a dad like Joe Biden who can write a letter and say, oh, pass my son, of course you're going to pass. No, this guy needs to spend the inside of a jail cell. It's unfortunate that Meritless Garland has insulated him around within the legal system so that no one can go after him. He's telling all the henchmen, leave him alone. Don't look at this. Look at that. Let's focus on Trump. And that's what they're doing. Every time something negative, ha negative happens with this family, they go after Trump. We're now learning that Trump will possibly be indicted again in Atlanta. Any surprise to anyone? It's like an indictment every day. You can't make this stuff up. But at the same time, we would expect more from our government. Yeah. And then all those Republicans who are taking this so lightly and say, oh, well, we're going to get in it. Well, we have a special counsel, but you have a stooge. It's an inside job, Andrew. Yeah, I think Biden's value to the Democrats is that he's president of the United States, right? Because after that, he is not valuable to them. And if perhaps we could get him voted out of office in 2024, uh, maybe some of these other Democrat politicians will wake up and come around to uh, admitting this blatant treason from the Biden family, taking money from foreign countries to uh, basically uh, peddle influence here in the United States with Joe Biden's decisions. And we've seen that time and time again. So, uh, yeah, like I said, uh, what I said with Kamala Harris, if she ended up taking the reins before 2024, uh, I think there could be a push in the Democrat Party to not let this Hunter Biden go. That way, if they do end up charging Trump, they can say, look, um, Hunter got charged. He's in jail. What are your thoughts on that? You think Kamala would uh, pardon Hunter automatically or uh, for her political future? Maybe it wouldn't be a good idea for her. No, I could see Barack Obama asking her or pushing her to pardon Hunter Biden. I Because right now they're trying to rehabilitate her, although they're having a very difficult time because she's not a politician. She's in over her head. She's a complete disaster. And folks, you got to remember that someone is writing all of her speeches when she's rolled out to talk. Someone is writing it. So whoever that person is, I guess they're telling her, oh, and you want to laugh at this point. You want to giggle at that point. She's an embarrassment. There are a lot of other black women who could definitely fill those shoes and not be a complete failure. And the other thing you got to look at, you know, since the Democrats are so big on identity politics, is that she's Jamaican Indian. She's not a, as they say, black uh, African-American. The same thing with Barack Obama. See, these are crucial things that Democrats are so into identity politics, but at the same time, they're not. 
Because if you really want to look at it for what it's worth and look at what the Democrats are telling us, we don't have an official, true black person in the government. Kamala Harris' dad is Jamaican. Her mom is Indian. Barack Obama's dad is a true African, but not an African-American. His dad was born in Africa, and his mom is a Caucasian woman born in the United States. We don't have a descendant of slaves in the White House, which is something that Democrats keep saying that they want, but they don't have it. So what's going on here? When you had Cory Booker, who was running, they didn't want to support him. Why didn't they want to support him? I think his family, they are true Blacks, African-Americans. Well, not African-Americans, as I've stated before, because his ancestors are probably here a lot longer than Joe Biden's ancestors. But you don't have that. But see, the Democrat Party, this party of identity politics, when you listen to what they're saying, they contradict themselves every step of the way. We want this. No, we don't want that. I would gather to say they would probably push a transgender before they got a black person who was a descendant of slaves in the White House. So going back to Kamala, it will be interesting to see how they're going to you know, finagle this situation. With, is Joe going to run? Will he be? Will they have to tell him to step down? I mean, I think what the Republicans are doing right now, the Republicans who are Jim Jordan and James Comer, and then there's another gentleman, I can't remember his name. I think that they're definitely making the case. They're putting it out there. And it's interesting that Meritless Garland, although he's trying to shut all of this down, in a way – He gave us a little fuel because now the mainstream media has to report on this. And here's something else I want you guys to think about. All this time, they've been telling us that Hunter Biden did nothing wrong. Hunter Biden has done nothing wrong. He's paid his taxes. Why are Republicans after him? Joe Biden has done nothing wrong. If that is the case, why would David Weiss ask Meritless Garland to make him a special prosecutor, special counsel? If there's nothing to see here, they could have just kept going the way they were going and say, oh, there's nothing to see. Just let the Republicans keep asking for a special counsel. They'll never get it because Meritless Garland is at the top. Why did they decide to give in and say, let's go ahead and do it? Let's give it to them. I'll tell you why. Because they want to shut all of this down because they know that where there is smoke, there is fire. Hear me carefully. We've been told for quite some time that all of Hunter Biden's business dealings were on the up and up. There's nothing there. The mainstream media has refused to cover it. Meritless Garland has been very sketchy as far as talking about it. But meanwhile, every time the Republicans were to pull this pill of the onion and we started to smell things and say, wait, this doesn't sound right, this doesn't smell right, they would go after Trump to change the narrative, to change the story. To make you think, oh, Trump has done something wrong. So they would go after him. So now finally, when we have these whistleblowers, we had the FBI whistleblowers to come up and testify, although the media tried to step out on them and say that they're disgruntled employees. Then we had the IRS whistleblowers to come up and testify. And the media tried to ignore that. And then we had Devin Archer to come out and testify. And Devin Archer, when he came out, you had Democrats getting so crazy. They said, oh, no, Joe was just asking about the weather. He's a weatherman. Makes absolutely no sense when Dan Goldman ran outside before the, before the camera, all sweaty, 
and said, oh, well, no, you know, it's, it's customary for a father to come in and say hi to his son's business partners. No, it isn't. You don't bring your parents, your grandparents to your job and say, these are my parents. You only do that when you know that your dad has influence, when you know that your dad is the vice president and he can, he's a mover and a shaker and he can get things done. That is the only way you would do it because now you're selling access. You're creating the illusion. And it's an illusion that you know that you're going to use that my dad can do this. You see how close I am with my dad? So you better make certain you give me my $3 million, you give me my $5 million, and you better give me that Porsche and a diamond. That's what all this is about. And going back to the diamond, because the media seemingly don't want to cover this. I work in finance. I work in the financial institution. And if someone gives another person a diamond, there is a reason behind it. You just don't give people diamonds that are worth a lot of money. And if you were to take that to a bank, the money to the bank, they would have to do their due diligence. They would have to do their KYC. Where did you get the money from? Who gave it to you? And why did they give it to you? What goods and services were you performing? And then once they found out that the money came from Russia, the next thing they would do is say, wait a minute, Russia is on our sanction list. Let's look at the woman who gave it to them. Let's look at this woman, Valerina. But you know what? Joe Biden removed her from the sanction list. Why did he remove her from the sanctions list? Her husband was a former mayor of Moscow before he died. They were already from a questionable background. They have real estate deals here in America. They also are into the energy business. A good KYC specialist at a bank would have unearthed this and said, wait a minute, there's something fishy here. We need to report this. This doesn't smell right. This doesn't pass the smell test. But Joe Biden had already fixed that. Because you know what else? Barack Obama, when he was in office, he put Joe Biden over Ukraine. I want you to be over Ukraine. I want you to resolve the issues there. You're my point man on Ukraine. You're also my point man on Russia. Going back to David Archer, this is a little tidbit that the media isn't sharing with you. Not only was David, Devin Archer a business friend of Hunter Biden, they were introduced to each other by another, none other than John Kerry's stepson, in college, but David, David, I keep saying David, but Devin Archer also worked on John Kerry's campaign when he was running for the president. Six degrees of separation, all this ancestral relationship. That's the reason why they're now afraid that, wait a minute, they're getting too close to, De to uh, Joe Biden and they could expose a lot of others. But see, they're so careful. Or so he thought Merritt was Garland. Let's make him a special counsel that'll shut all this down and we can just let it roll and we won't have to say anything about it. But carefully and methodically, Jim Jordan and James Comer, they're making the case. They're putting it out there. And now the media has been forced to cover this. I saw a snippet from Jake Tapper the other day talking to James Comer. He said, oh, OK, well, we know that Hunter Bitten Biden probably had dinner and he probably didn't pay his taxes. But that's not the worst thing that could happen. Really? Like I said, try telling this to this D'Souza guy who went to jail for 10 months. Try telling this to black people whose sons and daughters went to jail for having marijuana or cocaine, who went to jail for having an illegal weapon, who went to jail for being a convicted felon and then having a firearm. And then had their probation revoked and they went back to jail. Try telling that to them. I keep saying, Republicans, you need to go to black people and you need to plead to them and say, look at this. If this were your sons and daughters, do you think they would have gotten a sweetheart deal? And it was a sweetheart deal. And thankfully, this judge blew it all up. And now David Weiss wants to re-enter, or not want to, but he's being re-put back on the case. And you have Meritless Garland coming out saying, oh, this is what we're doing. 
He even said that the guy requested to, he wanted that status. Why? Where are the, where is the curiosity from the media? Why would they investigate? Why would they tell you, look, this isn't supposed to happen, but they won't do it. And although here on After Dark with Robin Andrew, we have limited resources, but we can go to Google, we can go to DuckDuckGo, and we can research the information, and we can point it out. And one of the things we're pointing out to you is that David Weiss is compromised. Merritt Garland is compromised because he should have picked someone from outside of the political spectrum, someone who isn't tied to the case. But Andrew, even if he had done that, most of the law firms that are out there are so well-connected politically with the Democrat Party that it would have been very difficult to find someone, albeit difficult but not impossible, in the realm of possibility. But our government has been weaponized, and people don't see it, and they're hoping you don't see it. But now their hands have been forced. They've got to report on it, albeit typically. Stay tuned. Keep watching. Don't let them sweep this under the rug because people have been compromised. When we come back from the commercial break, I'm going to answer your question about Kamala Harris and what she will do and how she will benefit, if at all, from all of this, Andrew. Yeah, you guys can go to AmericaOutloud.shop to find some great deals and some great products. If you have not done so already, be sure to check out AmericaOutloud.shop. You guys are tuned in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. With the rise of independent media, we are now AmericaOutloud.news. For the genius of the United States is not found in its executives or legislatures, nor its ambassadors, authors, colleges, or churches, nor even in its newspapers or inventors. The genius of the United States is we the people. AmericaOutloud.news. Liberty and justice for all. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Well, Andrew, what can I say? We're at the last half of the show, and we're going to continue talking about this whole ruse with the special counsel, which we know is a sham job, because David Weiss isn't going to do anything. But toward the end of the second half of the show, you you opened it up asking me about Kamala Harris, and I was explaining it, then I went to different avenues, but I want to come back to that question as to whether or not she would benefit. As I mentioned, they're trying to rehabilitate her as best they can. I do believe that the Democrats are afraid 
that Joe won't be able to serve out his term. And here I go again, I'm going to go to another avenue, but I'm going to answer the question. If Joe were anyone else in office, he would already have been requested to step down. Joe is 80 years old. 80 is not that old, relatively speaking, because we have a lot of 80-year-olds that are still functioning. Look at Warren Buffett. Look at people in his party, not Diane Feinstein, because we know that she should step down, but she refuses to because she wants to wait until 2025, and she'll probably be dead by then. But that's a story for another day. Bernie Sanders. It's 80 or 81. The last I saw, all of his cognitive skills are there. So why is Joe still holding on? Well, one of the reasons he's holding on, and I think one of the main reasons is that, other than Barack Obama, is saying, let him stay there, let him stay there. He wants to stay there. Jill Biden wants to, him to stay there. And what you bet that if, if they were to get him to step down and if Jill Biden could step in his place, don't you not, do you not think that she would do it? I mean, you have people doing it, let's say the representatives, you have a representative to die. Look at the Kennedy, when Ted Kennedy died. They had a special session and they put his wife in. The woman knew nothing about politics, but they voted her in. And this has happened on more than one occasion. So if they could, although the people didn't vote for her, they would get him to step down and then Jill would just step right up there. So she's probably seething knowing that, gosh, Kamala Harris could possibly step into Joe's shoes. Now, the two don't like each other. And you guys have got to remember, again, this is what they're hoping that you forget, that during the primaries, it was a very difficult primary, and she called Joe a racist. Yeah. Have you guys forgotten about that? She doesn't like Kamala, but she likes her husband. <laughs> hey, I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, because you remember that, that lip exchange they had during the State of the Union address, and we wrote about it? Wow. It's like the kiss scene around the world. And I've heard that they've been working out together, that they go and they work out. They do yoga or something. But uh, wow. What can I say? But <laughs> going, 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 going back to the story that, uh, yeah, she's seething that he is going – that Kamala could step in his shoes, and they don't like each other. They don't like him because she called him a racist, and she even said – when Barack Obama's camp said, pick Kamala. That's your girl. That she said that of all the people, why does he have to pick Kamala? I don't like her. But he was forced to. He didn't have a choice. He did not have a choice. So he picked her, although they didn't like each other. She's ditzy. She's not smart. Right. And let's rehash that one more time, why he didn't have a choice. He promised that he would pick a black female vice president and the only black female that the Democrats have elevated and made a big name was Kamala Harris. So she was pretty much the only choice. I mean, there were some mayors around the country that we speculated about, but they weren't names. Uh, they weren't even a name to the degree, degree that Kamala Harris is. So uh, the Democrats hadn't elevated any of these black women that are competent. So he was stuck with Kamala Harris. He boxed himself in and he had to pick her. And from that moment on, when you look outside of corporate America and every, all of our other institutions, they've been doing the same thing, boxing themselves in and promoting people because of DEI who should not be in roles. You will see a lot of women, mainly black women in corporate America and in positions that they're not qualified for. They're there because of diversity and equity. They're there because Joe Biden started it at the top. 
And if you didn't follow suit, you would be attacked. So years from now, we will have a lot of mess ups because these women were placed in these positions. You look at ABC, they did the same thing. You look at a lot of universities. Now, some companies are shedding it. They're letting go a lot of these black women because they weren't qualified. Now, hear me correctly. There are qualified women that are there, qualified white women, black women, Indian women. But they're few and far between in the Biden administration and few and far between in corporation because a lot of them were just pushed through the door because Kamala Harris was pushed through the door. And look at the failure that she has been. Now, going back to the pardon, if she were a smart woman and if the public liked her, I would have staged a coup. I would have my camp talking down about Biden's camp. I would have my camp trashing Hunter Biden so that people would say, oh, my God, we've got to get rid of him. But see, she has no friends with the media. And remember, the media loved her at one point. But now they see that she's horrible. So she can't go to them and plant stories about Hunter Biden. Because if she were good, she would be able to do it, and then they would be on her side, and they would say, Joe's got to step down. But even the media is afraid of her. They don't want her into office. Because yeah. otherwise, they would work with her and say, oh, let's plant the story. Let's say this about Hunter Biden. Look at the cocaine deal, Andrew. We now know that Joe knows who cocaine it was. Yeah, and they say it came from Biden's family orbit. From, from Biden family orbit. Now, imagine if Kamala had the access to that information. She could be planting stories, and then the media would be on her side, and then Joe would be history, but she's not good, so they won't do it, Andrew. Maybe Kamala is a little more self-aware than we're giving her credit for. Maybe she realizes when she's done writing Joe Biden's coattails, her political career will be over. I mean, if Joe Biden got impeached and removed... That would really diminish the Democrats' chances in the 2024 election because for some reason she's even more disliked uh, than creepy Joe Biden. So uh, she probably realizes that maybe she's got another four years left if they can steal another election in 2024 and she can be Joe's vice president again. Otherwise, she's just going to fade off into the sunset. I mean, she can run for president like Mike Pence is trying right now. But I think she's going to have about the same uh, results as Mike Pence is currently having. She's not popular, even in the Democrat Party. She's horrible. And I do believe that she's trying to hold on, thinking that if I can just hold on and ride his coattails, everything will be okay. But it's not going to be okay, Dumpling, because you're horrible. You are horrible. Like I said, you would think that she would, or her camp would be planning stories about Hunter in the news, and the news would support her. But she knows that's it. If he doesn't get back in the White House, she's not going back in because she's horrible. Now, anything could happen. I'm sure that the media there, Barack Obama is tried, probably trying to convince the media, look, let's work with her. I'll continue to be the shadow president. I'll help her out. We just got to just stay there. But it's not going to happen because the woman is unfit. She's not popular, as you mentioned, Andrew. She's not good at all. She's just not good. She's not a good politician. So while she's sitting back, watching all this unfold, she can't do anything about it. She can't add anything to the story, because if she did, she would probably mess up. And if she were to try to throw something in, 
she would probably be exposed. And then they would probably come out and say, she did this. And then Jill would definitely hate her. Now, this whole thing with the, the cocaine and Biden knowing who it is, remember, we were told earlier on that they couldn't identify it. The secret, the, uh, secret Service said, oh, we don't know who it is. We, we can't. We're just, we're just going to case closed. And then we find out that Biden knows whose stash it is. Now, if I were his daughter, I would be careful because they might probably try to throw her under the bus to protect Hunter. It's all about protecting Hunter by any means necessary, even if it means selling our gas and our oil to China, to Ukraine, giving Ukraine's buttloads of money to fight this war. And folks, we don't even hear about the war now. There's a private war that's going on. And I remember when it started, someone said, we will be in this war indefinitely. People will forget about it and we'll still be fighting it. And when I say we, because we're actually doing it, uh, Ukraine, they're just a strongman. What is left of Ukraine, folks? What's left of it? I think they would have bombed the whole place to smithereens, just like Hawaii. Look at what happened in Hawaii, that huge fire. It's gone. That city is completely decimated. I would think the same thing with Ukraine. But they're still telling us, oh, no, Zelensky, he's got another cat, a, a rabbit in the hat. He's going to pull that out. I, I, I don't believe it. And then you had Chris Christie going over there saying, oh, I want to tell him to bring more money. What? Biden is compromised. We should have a special counsel to look into that. But all of these special counsels, unfortunately, Andrew, that we keep saying we should have, it would be useless. Because if Meritless Garland is going to appoint the special counsel, we know that it's going to no man's land. It's dead on arrival. Nothing will get done. And you think back to the Trump years when they put Bob Mueller. That was a huge mistake. And I go, I go back and I say, I, you know, I lay this at the feet of Jeff Sessions because he wasn't strong enough to stand up against the Democrats. Now, I know that there were Republicans pushing this also. But Jeff Sessions was a strong senator from Alabama. And then he failed us. I mean, he was a whippersnapper. But he could not withstand the pressure. And that just, that's just indicative as to what you encounter when you're in D.C. Yeah, I remember Justice Souter said that I have the best job in the world and the worst place possible. And that is the reason why, and I'm sure some of you have forgotten about Justice Souter, he stepped down from the Supreme Court, unlike some of the others, who like, I'm going to stay on it for as long as I can. He recognized the vipers that were there, and he stepped down Andrew. Yep. And I kind of see this going like the Hillary Clinton email scandal at the end of the day, where it's going to be David Weiss. He's going to lay out all this evidence. We're going to be saying, yes, yes, you're right. And uh, it's going to look like clearly Hunter Biden is guilty. And then he's going to recommend no charges. That's what I think is probably going to end up happening uh, with this special counsel. And interestingly enough, that is the exact same thing that Jonathan Turley and Andrew McCarthy, two legal eagles, have said, that if David Weiss does pursue this, although he's not, it's a sham deal, with the special counsel, they're supposed to write a report and present it to the Department of Justice. And what he'll do is he'll just say, I investigated this, I looked at it, there's nothing here. Everything that we looked at, Hunter has agreed to pay the taxes and you know there is no malfeasance, let's just move on. And of course, the Democrats and the liberal media will jump on this and say, see that we told you, we told you there's nothing to see here. 
there's nothing to see here. I want to bring up one other thing also when I was saying that he must see the inside of a jail cell, because then some of you would say, yeah, but that's what they're saying about Trump. Completely different. All of the charges, like 100 to 2,000 charges they brought against Trump are all bogus. They're bogus charges. We know it. The American people know it. Meritless Garland knows it, as well as Joe Biden. But Barack Obama, the man who recently we found out sent love letters to a girlfriend saying that he had fantasies about making love or making out with men, is telling the Department of Justice, Meritless Garland, no, nope, you got to keep the pressure on. You got to go after Trump. You got to go after him. This is all an organized scam. It's all organized to stop Trump. They realize that they can't stop him at the voting, the voting box. So let's stop him this way. Let's tie him up with all of these trials and all these indictments. That's what they're doing. And if I were a judge, I would say, nope, not going to do it. We're not going to listen to this. We're not going to hear any of these cases until after the election. Why do you think Jack Smith is trying to rush through, bum rod these trials, fast track the trials? That's something else they don't want you to know, that you're entitled. A person who's been charged is entitled to a fair and speedy trial. It doesn't say that the prosecutor is entitled to that. The defendant is. And the reason being is so that the defendant can say, hey, I've been found not guilty. Now I can carry on with my life. I can stop the bleeding because I can stop paying all of these attorneys a speedy trial, fair and speedy trial. But they don't want that. They want a fair and speedy, they want a corrupt and speedy trial so that they can lock Trump up. Because if you look at all the venues that these cases are going to be heard, mainly in D.C. and in New York City. So if they can get this on the books quickly, we can lock him up, and then he we won't have to worry about Joe Biden. Joe Biden can go ahead and stumble through the election with his dementia. And then in the end, we can elevate Kamala. She can be there for a while, and maybe Kamala Andrew will say, okay, I'll make Gavin Newsom my VP. See, they've thought all this out, folks. Don't think that they haven't. They have sat down with Barack Obama. And they've thought it out. And I just wish we could get the transcripts. We can find out what exactly is happening. But that's going to be very hard because you have some Republicans who are saying, oh, maybe, well, no, because, you know, if we do this to them, when we get into office, they're going to do it to us. They're already doing it to you. They don't care about you. They're hoping that you would say that because they want to scare you. But they don't care about you. They don't care about your families. They don't care about throwing you in jail. They don't care about the rule of law. And then these judges that we have there, that we're hoping that they exercise jurisprudence, they don't care about it. And why should they when the system has been stacked in their favor? When everyone, that everything that they're doing is going to serve them, why should they care how we feel? Why should they care if we're looking at this and we're saying, oh, my God, they're breaking the rule of law? They don't care because them and their colleagues are going to support them. When you have a judge who comes out, and says, and I'm not going to accept this plea deal. Like I said, they're looking at her and they're saying, wait a minute. You know, is she on our side? Do we want to say something or do we want to wait and see? Because we don't want to anger her and then we get her wrath. They don't care. Okay. Mary Ellen Noreka, they don't care. They're just going to watch and see what she does. And if she starts, if they start to think that, wait a minute, she's not going to side with us. Then and only then will they go after her. But until such time, they don't care because they have other players that are there that are bowing and kowtowing to them and doing their bidding. These people don't care about the rule of law. And that is a reason why openly 
Meritless Garland chose David Weiss to be the special counsel on a case that he could even bring to an end when he, after investigating it for five or six years. So now he gets another crack at it so that he can hide all the dead bodies, he can hide all of the loose ends, and then present it to Merrick Garland, Meritless Garland, and say, okay, deal done, we can move on now, Hunter's in the clear, which is what they wanted to do when they went before this judge a few weeks ago. But the kibosh was put on it. So now when Congress doing their investigations, and they should continue it, when they get ready to call him up, he can correctly say, it's under investigation. I can't talk about that. Not going to talk about it. And the only thing they can do is, which I think they should do, is use the power of the purse, Andrew, and stop funding Jack Smith. Why do they keep funding him? They should say, okay, you've done what you need to do. You're not going to add any more attorneys onto this. We're not going to allow you to try and uh, invade on Trump's freedom of speech anymore. We're going to stop funding you. That's it. But they won't do it. And folks, they have the right to do it. Now, of course, if they were to do it, you have the Democrats to say, oh, they're defunding the police. But see, that's when you need to get a good PR person to come out and spin this the right way and say, no, we're defunding the corruption that's taking place up on the hill, Andrew plain and simple yeah you nailed it rob you're exactly right we're all out of time uh guys please stay tuned the rest of the week we've got some big shows lined up for you guys so be sure to tune in again here on america out loud thank you for listening and as always you can join us on iHeartRadio, spotify stitcher pandora wherever you stream you can download the podcast or you can go to america out loud dot news We will see you guys next time, and remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.